Do you ever feel like nobody is listening to you in sporting life? Do you watch a team play and think that you could do it better, or that you could manage it better? Do you sit at home and wonder what the people in charge are actually doing? If you can relate to any of these feelings, then stop right there and celebrate, because you've found the perfect outlet to share your opinions and views, the Football Ranter Podcast. You Southern Shandy drinkers can get fucked as the North rules the Premier League. Go on, tell me otherwise and the Astrid Bird best stick to OnlyFans as she knows jack about football. Is this how you feel about football? Do you love the North, but hate the South? Is Klopp an idiot? Would you drop kick pep? Do you dream of having hair like Arteta? Do West Ham fans remind you of orcs? Does Harry Kane spit a lot? Is the MLS a home for has-beens? If so then Football Ranter is your home. Listen up. This damn podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. We're talking mature themes and adult content here, so don't come crying to us if it offends your delicate sensibilities. Consider this your only warning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to Football Ranter Podcast. Here I am, A-Bomb, back where I like to be. With me as always, my right-hand man, El Chapo. How are we today, Oh, sir? mate, come on, living the dream. What a Sunday. What a Sunday. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Nathan Aki's flat face <laughs> from that Martinelli ball. Nah, they couldn't. He like 150 supposed, quote, fines against them, you know, and they still couldn't pay off that ref who was so totally rubbish to try. You know, we should have had a red card for uh, Kovacic, but we still won. It was a good Sunday. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm so, so glad to be back with the gang. With the gang. I mean, to be fair, I, ju- I just asked you how you were. But, I mean, thanks for the extra. <laughs> much appreciated. <laughs> and back, we have got our one and only Dr. Q is back with us Yay! in the loving arms of the family. Dr. Q, welcome back. How are we, sir? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> and yes, you can tell he's <laughs> lost none of that legendary charisma. But um, before we go any further, I'd like to say that last couple of weeks, you know, we've always joked about being technically ungifted. Um, you wouldn't believe the issues we had tonight with Q actually back. Um, the problems we've had in getting this live to you now. I mean, don't, um, don't I you fucking blame me. <laughs> all I'm saying is we struggled before, but never this much. That's well, all I'm going to say. I don't know. <laughs> there was an episode that didn't even go out. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I take that back. I take that back. That's on you, Jack. That's on whoa, you. whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that noise you say? What's that noise you say? I'm not having that. This is it. It's changing now. We're going to stop. I've apologised. We've moved on. I can't help it if it's broken. But if I get any more nonsense, that's what's happening. As... As you may have noticed, El Chapo has got himself a new toy, much to the delight of yeah. Dr. Q as I'm looking at his face right now. El Chapo apparently has invaded the fucking props department of Alo Alo. <laughs> indeed, indeed. We thought that you would be loving that sound effect, uh, Q. So, like, we thought long and hard. El Chapo thought, you know, what was Q going to like as a welcome back present? Um, and we thought this would be what he likes. That's what you come up with. It- Pretty much, yeah. Actually, actually, um, in, in, in fairness, 
I was looking for some biscuits in the um, in the cupboard and happened to find the bill that the missus had hidden in there because I keep annoying her, apparently. <laughs> Who's to know? Who's to know? Anyway, gentlemen, before we go any further, I want to say happy 10th anniversary. This is our 10th episode going out. So mm. I don't know how we got here that quick. <laughs> Seems to have flown by. But, but, well, I'm saying this is our 10th episode, unless something <laughs> drastically wrong it happens. And Don't this goes out. out in about a month's time. Don't rule it out. It should, well, this should be our 10th episode, all right? I mean, in theory, it's our 11th episode that we've recorded, but due to El Chapo, it is, in fact, our 10th one that's going to be released. Sorry, I had to put it in there. But anyway, happy 10th episode anniversary, gentlemen. It's lovely to have you here. Um, now, before we go any further and, and introduce what we're going to be covering tonight, I believe we've got a few shout-outs to make. Um, over to you, sir. Well... Well, what can we say? So first and foremost, I want to put a shout out to the lovely, lovely um, Lucy uh, at the Arsenal Stadium. She looks after us. She listened to us um, Not and, and kind of realised it wasn't um, Dr. Q and I weren't being those old creepy guys, more me rather than Dr. Q. Um, it was interesting to see, actually. So she was pouring the pints, getting them in. Everybody's really excited. Did I mention that Nathan Aki's face? put that ball in. I didn't, don't think I did mention that. Um, but the West London Lucy, absolutely love you, darling. You was absolutely brilliant. What made me laugh the most, actually, is watching her and and, and I, I forgot that the other young lady that she was with there um, was uh, was the amount of Haribo's that they were eating. So they had loads and loads of Haribo's. Well, that explains it. And, and literally were pouring pint after pint after pint. Good banter. She's from my neck of the woods. She's from West London. She's a good West London girl. She did happen to mention, though, I think Q would back me on that, that her son's a bit of a twat, apparently. Um, so, Spurs yeah. fan? Uh, yeah, so, so well, no, not really. He's a QPR fan. So, so well done. He's West London. And, and but still a twat. Still a twat. Yeah, apparently he's going all roadman. Um, so he's decided... To... Oh, not another Yes, yeah, so he's decided to pick up the roadman life. Um, oh, has um, now uh, invested in his bally. Um, that he keeps putting on back to front and keeps choking, apparently. So Lucy's got to actually help him. Um, He's what? He puts his belly on the wrong way round, and it's sort of you know, oh, so he, coat, he keeps right. he keeps losing breath and everything else. So 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 yeah. And um, he's now <laughs> decided that um, Millwall is the uh, team of choice and has bought tickets to Millwall because he's now a roadman. And how old is is said roadman? Uh, Fifteen years of age. Fifteen, right? That explains a lot. That explains a lot. First of all, I mean. You know, well done, Lucy. Nice to get a shout out. Having been a regular visitor of the Emirates Stadium since it opened, I have yet to find someone who can decently pour me a pint of beer. So next time we go, do point Lucy out because I genuinely find, and I'm not even lying, I would say that 90% of the beers I've been poured at the Emirates, I have to return. Like, literally, because even though they come out of a machine, they have not got a clue what's going on there. So I'm really happy to hear this. You know, I'm really happy to hear Lucy's this. The girl. You'll have to point Lucy out. I mean, she'll probably run a mile if she sees you, I'm guessing, next time. Well, she but, couldn't. Um... Fortunately, she was actually uh, hemmed in behind a whole load of beer barrels and stuff, so she couldn't actually run in disgust. Um, just just stay your life. Yeah, yeah, not being able to escape. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Dr. Q has always worked his magic in there and stuff. So it was very good. So I want to shout out. I also want to do a shout out to our good friends. Uh, so we get, well, our listeners in Argentina know who are now listening to that. So I want to say, Buenvenidos mis amigos ahí en Buenos Aires. Si quieres mandarme un mensaje, te voy a decir todos los cosas que, que necesita aquí en el podcast. 
There we go. I just wanted to say that to our good friends. Can we get a translation, please? I just turned around and said that Lucy's the girl, like her son's a twat, but come see us. Now, what I did turn around and say is, welcome to our friends in Buenos Aires. I did turn around also and say, send me a message and we'll read it out for you on the podcast. How do we know they're in Buenos Aires? We know it's Argentina, but how do we know specifically it was Buenos um, Aires? Or the, did we just get the statistics? So, so, um, so when I'm not actually um, busting the, um, I know I'm being pedantic yeah. right now. So when I'm not know. busting the, um, the 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 podcast as we try and upload them and get them out, we do actually get the statistics of where the listeners are from. Um, also, um, Mad Dog Michael and Calculator Steve wanted to say hello as well. They um, sit next to us and they all got a nice big hug. When did I mention Nathan Aki's face? I don't think I have. Um, so, so we did uh, we did have a big man hug. It was very nice. Doctor Q got hugged um, for a very short man. I bet he loved that. I bet he loved uh, that. I don't think so. I don't don't think um, it was. Do you know what? Actually, yesterday. I have to say that it was something else. I've, I've been lucky enough to go to football up and down this land. And yesterday, that atmosphere at the end, at the Emirates, was outrageous. <laughs> like, the, the stadium completely lost its shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the full-time whistle, like, outside the ground in the tunnel going towards the Tollington, it was like we'd won World War Two. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking insane. I've like just got something to point out right now. You just said we, Q. You just said we. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but I we mean, did I'm, win I'm World guess... War Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but I thought you meant like as we as in we as in the Arsenal fans. I thought we'd had a convert for a minute. No. 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 Let's not. Come on, Bob. Yeah. Don't, be, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm trying. You've got to try and recruit where you can. Yeah, don't go, try and recruit don't, where you listen, can. Don't, don't be going down this whole fucking Mormon style of Arsenal fan. Damn. Another perfectly good plan foiled by yeah. Dr. Yeah. Yeah. Out, in, out oh. in Utah trying to get people to the fucking Emirates. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah, that, that don't... That works actually. They generally all work behind the counter, serving burgers and beers. Yeah, well, not in Utah. Problem. No, uh... no, they definitely won't. That's why they come over. They come round. They um... That's a different story for another day. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's um, it's really good to have the old have the band back together. I've got to say, um, we could probably just sit and you know talk the two to the church, to the bat, whatever it is, all night. I'm quite happy to do that. Missed but you. we have got a show to do. Missed you. Missed you. And um yeah, we have missed you Q. We have been we have been literally queueless and clueless. I mean I'm sure you've listened in. I mean you've still been editing it for some reason or another. Yeah. Uh, I'd, badly I'd like to say, the last I'd one. Like but to... you know Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> do you do you want to edit the next one? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. no. Then fun. you'd see really bad editing. <laughs> then you'd see really bad editing there. Well, no, uh, your words were appreciated, really. They were. And um, it's something that will become more prevalent in the rest of the show, as people find out. But, um, you know, j- just a very important thing. Is your mental health is very important. Yeah. And you should treat it the same as if you had a broken ankle or, you know, you had an injury of any other kind. It can affect you in just the same and sometimes worse ways. And I had a lot of support from you guys and others around me. So, you know, I'm very lucky on that front. But the show was in safe hands, I can Fish. I can say. Fish. 
just a issue. All right, it, the show was in hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you didn't. I mean, the hands were made of biscuits. Yeah. But we got there. <laughs> the yeah, dumped way too much, but but, yeah. but no, it, it was uh, the, the show went on strong as the good ship. Um, football rantner always will. Amazing, it's so good to have you back. I know we keep saying it, but it really, Thank really you. is. But um, that leads us nicely on to talking about tonight's, or today's show, I should say. Um, so we, we're taking a, a slightly different turn this week. Um, I think, El Chapo, would you like to sort of introduce what we're going to be covering this week? So, so obviously, normally I'm full of vitriol and screaming and shouting and, and, and the whole podcast. But we want to talk about men's mental health. Um, we will do a section on women's mental health as well, or mental health in general. Um, and, and it's really important. And, and actually the role that football plays within, um, or, or the, you know, the great game actually plays within actually helping um, and, and looking after people in and around. And, 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 and even if we look at um, grassroots level, so when we start to look at grassroots level, there's so many initiatives in place that's sort of coming through. Um, and, we, and, and I've got some quite frightening stats actually that, that I want to share I want to share because you know as as you can probably tell for you know I come from a Mediterranean background a Mediterranean family uh, and, and there are certain uh, views and expectations from the men folk within the family that don't necessarily I, I don't necessarily think that they they are um in the 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 sort of current mold of uh society i don't think it understands i also think the things that when we and i know we're going to touch on them is when we look at things like lockdown what that's actually done to mental health home working actually and what it what it does to your mental health and what it means to you as individuals becomes quite a serious um, topic so we're going to share that so tomorrow's mental health day um we're going to share that we're, we're going to go through some statistics i'm happy to share some of the um not, not so much issues, but but some of the, the the things that I found in my life as I've gone through trauma and had to handle it slightly different to to, to, to how men handle it. And Q, we're talking. And by the way, thanks Q for for driving yesterday because I've actually got a bit of a, a bad foot. Um, and Q and I were talking about it. Is is actually the expectation on men is in some way slightly different. You know, the, the suck it and see it and, and be a man about it and these types of conversations um, that, you know, as, as we've grown up as individuals have become quite um, important, have become quite uh, a, a, a sort of ingrained into the man. You know, it's, it's you know, the, the, the usual is, and it's, it's one of the things that you see is who sits at the head of the table as the head of the family. Um, and, and the situation I'll, I'll, I'll bring, bring to mind is it's my own brother, actually. It's when, it's when my brother and, and my, our father died very early on. And so my brother in his teens was, was forced into that head of the table, who became the matriarch for um, the, the whole family. And so, so there is this expectation that you will take this burden on, that you don't really get a chance to mourn. You know, we, we, we mourn the passing of a... Uh, a fellow um, sort of family member, especially someone that's quite senior within the family and has such a, a, a big part to it. But actually coming, bringing together this whole, you know, you've got to have broad shoulders and take it. It's not good to cry and it's not good to actually show your feelings. It's not good to show you your emotions. Is is actually um, really, really quite self-destructive and you can actually see why people go off the rails very quickly. But I'm, I'm, I'm really quite happy and I'm really quite... Um, enthused when I actually start to see now in the, in the current ger- generation, I'm not saying it's an older generation, but in the current generation, there are, there are some signs and changes in the way that we're moving. But, but 
it is it is frightening the statistics now we'll go into it and there's a reason why i'm waffling on actually there's a reason why i'm waffling on right now as we go through these quite important pieces but we're just coming to 15 minutes into our podcast as we're talking and recording and somebody in america has committed suicide in those 15 minutes so i want you to let that th- sit in every 15 minutes in america a man has committed suicide so while i've been talking And that to me was the stat today that I looked at that absolutely kind of took, took the breath out of me um, from a serious point of view. So, so again, there is, there is this social piece. There's this social element that says, especially Mediterranean family. And and I'm sure Q's going to have some bits. I'm sure you will. um, Mr. The bomb. Um, We, we, we look at that. There is an expectation for men to be men um in there and we're quite solitary we can be quite solitary at times and we're normally quite okay in our own space but the problem is is when you have things like depression uh the way that actually leads to your mental health that's actually quite self-destructive so that's what we're talking about today that's where we're at and and because we're a football podcast that's what we talk about I, I can't wait to see you know some some of the journeys that that, that some of the clubs are taking, and I know Q's got a, a very very relevant interview that he did, and I'm sure he's going to share that with you. So, so today's episode is about mental health, and 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 what I will say is is there are people out there like the Samaritans, and we will put the number in the um in in the uh, uh, notes show notes that but but there are people that will help you, and and, and you got to understand from from a man's perspective, you, you're genuinely not alone. You know, there, we all go through this. We're all together as one. Um, our love for football is a really great way to vent, but 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 please ne- never ever think to yourself as we come towards you know the Christmas period and stuff. You're not alone. You genuinely are not alone. So that's what it's about. I'm sorry, but but let's say we're 15 minutes in and some poor person has actually lost their life. Well said. Well said. I mean. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a break from what we normally do, but we all three of us thoroughly believe in this cause. Uh, we've all been affected by it one way or another, um, so we really wanted to dedicate some time to talk about it in a bit more detail. Um, so I hope you do stick with us, and you know, if you have got any of your own personal stories that you do want to share, please feel free to reach out to us privately. You know, we do take things in confidence. Uh, we'll happy be in touch and we'll we'll have a chat about it and we'll see what we can do. Because um, I I personally think talking about these things is the best form of medicine. You know, um, we'll, we'll talk about various methods later. But for me, when I've had difficulties having people to talk about it and having people who I know will listen, and I think that's much more important, having people you know will listen and won't judge you uh, for what you're going through, I think is very, very important. Because, you know, generally speaking, we laugh, we joke, we take the the piss out of each other you know but end of the day there's there's genuine love there you know there's genuine respect and and that's what we're all about here at football ranter we do like to take the piss but we are above all football fans and we are above all men who like to talk about lots of issues um dr q would this be a nice time to sort of introduce yourself now and tell us a little bit about wait what's been happening with yourself lately so i uh ooh, about five <laughs> Five years ago, I'd say, uh, started to, I guess, go on a bit of a journey, I think is the best way to put it, whenever somebody first finds that they have an issue with mental health. One of the strange things about it is that you, you 
end up in a situation where you turn around and go, what, so everyone else isn't like that? That's not how everybody else thinks. That's not how everybody else might react to something. What, somebody doesn't have this problem. There are lots of people that do, but you you suddenly realise that, oh, hang on a minute, that's, well, that's been like that for as long as I can remember. I'm, uh, just to clarify, you know, in these days, I'm, I'm fine. You know, I, I, you know, I, I'll admit I, I do take antidepressant medication, which if it works for you, then you should, um, it works for me. So that's good. Um, but I, I basically, uh, I had a breakdown about three years back. And uh, football played a massive part in me actually recovering. Um, I, round about that time, started doing programmes for Basin Stoke Town Football Club. And it was nice to have 90 minutes to go somewhere where I didn't have to think about anything. Um, I had... uh, in that time of having that breakdown, I actually attempted to take my own life. And it was football and the help of people around me and the help of some very good uh, medical professionals that, you know, didn't make me feel like I was mad because that's such a horrible word. Mad and crazy, two words don't, they're not, not they don't describe what it is there's nothing more frightening in this world than not being sure if you can trust your own emotions or your own mind um and yeah so those 90 minutes that i could spend a week at basingstoke town football club where i didn't have to worry about anything and el chapo uh at the time he was one of my friends that was one of my support and he he would take me to Arsenal Football Club to go watch them. And again, it would then go an afternoon or a day out where I just didn't have to think about anything apart from going to watch football. Yeah. And I've always said that, you know, tongue-in-cheek, that football is about collective misery. And in a way, it kind of is. But, but sometimes in life with things like this, if you, if you do these things together, they're not so bad. You know, it's people will struggle, but they will struggle when they're on their own. And being alone is is not doesn't being alone doesn't always mean you don't have anyone around. That's just that's just not how it works. It's it, it's more complicated than that. But the, the key behind it is that it is very much okay to not be okay. And I know that's become quite cliche in modern um, terms, but it is all right to say, I'm struggling. Um, I, I need to go talk to someone. I need to, uh, I need to reach out somewhere. And even if it's something as, you know, even if it's something as silly as this podcast, you're listening to it and you're going, that's me. That's, that's how I feel. And I don't know what to do. You could message us. You know, I don't know. I don't know. We'd speak to you. We sure as hell wouldn't ignore you. Um, and uh, the best case scenario, I and 
the other two guys here could point you in the right direction to where you you need to go because there are people that can help and there are people that that will help and will take the time to um make sure that you are okay and we are also lucky in a lot of ways that we live in the country we do you know we all have moans about the countries that we live in and stuff like that of course we do um but we are very lucky in this country that we do have a service that that will do that um and for those listening in other areas of the planet you know i still think there will be somewhere where you are where there are people that will help and it's you just have to you have to hang in there a bit and just get get that help that you need yeah don't be shy don't there's no no heroes there's no you 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 don't need to be a hero in any of that um, you need you need to find somebody you can speak to, and 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 genuinely, if if you're listening to this podcast and you're feeling you, you're on that dark precipice and you're looking into that, like I'll reach out to us, we'll find we'll find we'll help find you somewhere, like like we really will. Um, we're, 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 he's not really a doctor. I'm just going to say, you kind of put that. He's genuinely. How dare you? <laughs> he, he's a doctor of something. Yeah. You say that. You say that. It turns out Dr. Fox wasn't a real fox. What? Or a doctor. Bombshell. No way. No way. That's which fine. was which turned out to be a real mistake after I had that prostate exam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's I can imagine. Yeah, but it's 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 uh I I do remember that time that you, you went through Q. I, I remember going through it. And and sometimes you're absolutely right. Is I don't know. I didn't have the answers. I never did. But like, I, I was just there to listen and and, and work through. We had a, again a long conversation. And and, and sorry, sorry, Bob. Um, I, I can see you. I, can, I see you got some bits. But I just want to share one thing. Going back to my brother, um, when my my, my you know my, my mum passed away a few years ago, and I, I remember going through a very similar thing. So there's there's I call it the precipice. You know, I, there's, there's a precipice, and it's and 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 it's and it's in and around depression. There's certain things that trigger it, you know. There's a whole load of chemicals in your body, like cortisol, that goes around that causes stress and depression. Um, kind kind of builds from it, and, and and it was for me, it was like, it was like um, feeling that, you know, you, you, your toes are on the end of a, a, a of a ledge, and you're looking down into this black, all encompassing precipice, and his hands coming up, and I and, and I was in the same shoes. I was in the same shoes, and I remember walking across the fields, not too far from where I live, and there's a tree there. There's a tree in a little grave area and stuff where somebody hung themselves, and I remember sitting there thinking to myself, I I, I could write this moment. You know, uh, I was desperately missing my mum. My brother was in the middle of all of this. He was he was again forced into into it, and I'm trying to help him, and I just wasn't strong enough at the time. But I remember, I remember thinking to myself, I could just kill myself now. And it was if it wasn't for my having my dogs with me at the time, because honest, genuinely, I, I just I was looking at my dogs and I was thinking, who's where? Yeah, you know, what's going to happen here? You know, I don't want to run off or whatever. That that I, I kind of went it. But but depression's actually massive, massive, massive when it gets you when when you're you're in the hole of it. It's like I, I can't. It's, if, and, and hopefully, I hope to God that people listening to this never have to. And I'm sorry if it's this is this is negative, but 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 you know, let's say it's really important. We will get to the football part, but it is like a pair of arms gripping around your neck, trying to pull you back off that ledge into this precipice as you're trying to climb out of it. So you've got to find help. If it wasn't for my partner, 
I, I wouldn't be here today. I, I genuinely, I, I just wouldn't be here today. I lost my job. I lost the house. Mm. You know, we, we were losing everything at the time. Um, but but you kind of come around. There is there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You can come out of it. There there are ways to do it. And you kind of have to have a support network that sits around you because you know again coming from a Spanish background, it's all about men have got to be men. We've got to be hard cases. We've got to be able to deal with it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a brother. My brother's my best friend as well as as Q is and and um, Bomb is. You know, my brother's my best friend. I talk to him every single day. So him and I. Uh, that that stress that was put on him at a very young age is gone. It's not there anymore. And so we we, we managed to face that the, the, the bits together. But once the depression gets you, it's, it's very difficult to get out of. And it does take time, but I promise you, you can get through it. As every single day is is another step forward into that that magical land is when when, when you're really good in yourself. So so I, I I totally understand how Q felt, but I couldn't actually help him in any way other than just be there. You know, and and the worst part of it was is Unai Emery was the boss at Arsenal at the time, so I think it probably compounded things. If I'm honest with you, mate, um, as we worked through, but but w- it, it it's that 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 conversational piece. I don't know. What do you think, Bomb? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very hard hitting. I mean, I'm always open to listening to people's stories around it. I mean, again, I'm quite happy to share my own experience in regards to mental health um mental health was something that i guess i never really thought would affect me i've always been very easy going as people who know me well will attest to um got two two great lads married uh, my wife's great you know what life was really good but then like so many other people especially men around covid time that was when i went through my little struggles and i think a lot of my problems probably do stem from childhood and from what I face and mainly because I was brought up in a family where it was a very male-dominated family but all the men in the family were very much the typical strong and silent type they never shown their feelings they were never one to talk openly about anything you know it's hard to get conversations going um and that was how that was the norm that was kind of the norm for me so when COVID hit like many people, I worked in an industry that was heavily hit by COVID and I lost my job. Um, so I was suddenly out of a job with a mortgage to pay. I had kids at home. Uh, my wife was, was furloughed and obviously life completely changed. Um, there was no football. You know, there was no kind of getting around. There was no release as such. So I was going through feelings that I'd never kind of come across before and I didn't know how to talk about them. One, I didn't know how to talk about them. And two, I didn't really feel like at the time I had anyone to talk about it to. Um, thankfully, I was wrong because I had my wife. Uh, and at first, I didn't know how to talk to her about the feelings I was having because they were new to me. But it quickly became apparent from talking to her and talking to people who were kind of like acquaintances of the family, but not close, who kind of told me, you know, I think you're suffering from anxiety or depression. You know, and then I did seek help and I was on I was medicated for a while on on antidepressants. And again, for me, they didn't work for me. They work for people that don't work for some. For me, they made me probably worse. Um, But I did, you know, so I come off of them and it took me a while still to come off them because you do become certain reliant on them, you know, the way you feel in. But I think I struggled at the time because one, I didn't really have any outlet. I didn't have football that I could just get out of the house and go to and watch couldn't even watch it on the telly 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You were stuck inside, but you had nothing to kind of take your mind off things. So, you know, I put my heart and soul into my family at that time. And it was tough because I really wanted to do it. But physically, I was there. But mentally, I wasn't. Mentally, I was all over the place. And because I didn't have my, my job to do, because there was kind of no football, which were big parts of who I am, my identity, I felt a bit lost. And it took me a long while to get back. And I still don't think I'm quite back now to how I was before COVID. But I'm definitely getting there. And I've got to be honest, things like this, doing this podcast helps. Things going to football 100% helps, having that to talk about. But also having people that you can talk to about it. Because again, when I started meeting up with my friends, like golf is something I like to do. Once I could start going out and playing golf again, that was a real help for me going out in the air fresh open like you know that was a massive help for me as well but once I started going out and seeing my friends again and actually realizing they had actually gone through the same thing I was going through the weight just seemed to lift off my shoulders because I realized actually I wasn't on my own I wasn't going through this on my own there was other people going through exactly the same thing it's like you said earlier you feel like it's you but it's not and the best thing you can do is talk about it because you don't know who else is going through exactly the same thing, who that can be a support network for you. And that's the biggest thing for me is knowing that there is people out there who will not judge you no matter what. Um, and also, like you briefly mentioned earlier, I've, I've been heavily involved with grassroots football for a number of years. Yeah. I've only recently stopped. Um, and one of the reasons I stopped was because things started to get a bit too serious. and you know, I what I mean is people thinking that they're playing for an academy team when actually they're playing for a Sunday league team. It's all about going out and enjoying themselves. It's not about the results. And the focus kind of comes away from it. For me, for Sunday football, you know, don't get it wrong. There are academy teams out there. And if they are, they do treat the kids a certain way. But most of the teams out there who play Sunday or Saturday football are not academy teams. And it is all about the boys going out there, having fun, being enjoyment and, and that kind of stuff. And... The, the, the clubs I was involved in were going in that direction and I didn't want to be a part of that anymore. And that was as simple as that. Like I was there for the kids and to making things fun. And then once it starts getting a bit political, once it starts, once the focus goes away from the actual enjoyment for, for no reason at all, you know, I didn't want to go down the path of feeling bad towards it. So you step away. And I don't think I could have done that had I not have gone through what I did during COVID. Yeah. Actually saying to myself, right, I need to step away now because this is going down a path which I'm probably not going to enjoy. And five years ago, I would have carried on down there and probably, you know, just driven myself mad. But having the foresight now to know, actually, I can see the way this is going. I'm going to step out of it to safeguard myself. I think that's also important as well. And you only learn that for experience. I think you only really learn that for experience. But I can't really say how much football is important for people who care about the game people do say oh it is just a game but the people who you know are heavily involved in football who do like it with a passion it is much more than a game to people and it is and when football was taken away from you a lot of people did suffer because that was their outlet that was their afternoon that was their like Q said that was their time to go outside forget about everything else that's going on in their life forget about any troubles with their partner forget about troubles at home forget about troubles with their job their afternoon they could go to the game sit an hour and a half chat with their mates before and after 
to forget about things. And that was taken away from us for a, for a, too long. And let's hope we never kind of get there again. Um, I, I hope you don't mind me bringing it up, but we talked about our friends at Leverhead, you know, a few times, yeah. you know, previously in shows. Um, when we were down there, um, Q, you had a really interesting encounter with one of the fans. Um, yeah. I hope you don't mind me asking you this. Would you mind telling us about this, about the encounter you had? Uh, yeah, his name is Jamie, and uh, he um, he explained to me about how he had had a breakdown, and the he actually received a lot of support from the club and the players as well messaged him asking if he was okay and the network of support and the fact that he would he said about how he you know the that just going to the games made him feel better or for that time made him feel better you know i shared a bit with him my experience and yeah, it was it was interesting to see. I I will put the video up on our um, YouTube at some point. Um, but it's it's quite hard hitting in a way of realizing that you know it could be any football club. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just not. It's not about. It's not really even about the club. It's it's about the the unity of being part of something but it's also the it's as you say it's also the fact that there is a safety net there and this is why actually that yeah people go on about football clubs and stuff and i i, I know um bomb you've got a, a few um initiatives with it within sort of professional football but um when when you hit the semi-professional you these not some of these non-league clubs that, that they are so vitally important to the actual um, community when we can when we can just catch that one person and those and, and respect to the players by the way absolute absolute respect to the players because if, if they're reaching out to a fan who is in that desperate state to be able to help them it just goes to show how important and how important these clubs are and how important they are to keep going and and, and promoting um you know what they do in the community because because that's massive that's absolutely massive you know and if he's got that as, as q says that 90 minutes they can just just forget about it, and he's 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 important, and he's part of a, a community, and he's part of the, the the fan base, and he's part of the the players, and the people are talking to him, and all being doing the doing. I, I mean, I mean it's a bit, it, it doesn't even have to, you know, like I know it's not part of our thing, but it doesn't have to be football. Yeah, it could be anything. It could be yeah, anything. Yeah. Feeling part of something. Tennis. Is, yeah. Did you say tennis? I said tennis, potentially, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, tennis, tennis. I thought you were going to say the C word. No, we are not yet. So, so, so I, I know we've all been really, look, 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 I've got to say, I know we've all been really, really quite, um, uh, quite, quite sort of dark, but, but Q and I were in the car, and I honestly, honestly, I went on to this mad rant about cricket right i just i i, I absolutely lost it because i can't stand cricket i just really i played it i played it i played for the school team and all that sort of stuff i hate cricket and avengers we pulled up next to this range rover it's brilliant put this this range rover bloke's got uh arsenal top on um we, we're coming we're coming down up to the, the the stadium where we part he ran a window down he went um excuse me mate I went, yeah, he says, uh, what are you thinking of the score? And I went we, through it. And he went, um, and by the way, my son wants to know what a cricket score is. And like, honestly, <laughs> I could not stop loving <laughs> hear me screaming about the cricket 
in his own car right next to us as I was losing, losing. I was gesturing. There's a lot of gesturing as well. It, it started 30 minutes before when the first, like, we were listening to the other games on the radio. <laughs> And the, and the, it came up on the radio. It's like, and let's go to John Norman for the cricket. And I just went, fuck off. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> and then that was it. I just couldn't stop. I had verbal diarrhea all the way up the North Circular. Um, but it was, it was so, so But Go back to what we're saying is that actually that you, you do have um, the other sports that, that you know, not that, not that they're as good as football, but you do have other sports that you could you could be, um, you know, it, it, it's constant. But what I think, what I think, I loved when when we went through the the, the leatherhead um, bit was I, I just loved the way that as a community they they came together and they they, they sort of put their arms around this guy and you know it sort of helped him out. Yeah. So sorry, mate. And it's great, and I'm, and I'm sure that stuff happens up and down yeah, the country absolutely. with clubs. You know, and I'm sure it does, and I hope it does. Um, and I'm sure there's so many nice stories that you know. Hopefully, we will get to hear about. Uh, but obviously, that was just one first hand that we got to to see our first hand. I think we all we all talked to the guy. Didn't I think me and you, Trapo, spoke to him at a different time yeah. to to what Q did, and we were you know talking to him about the game and the club in general. And then obviously, Q got a bit more of a an in depth chat with him later on. But I'm sure that happens up and down, and I think that speaks volumes for what you know your local club can do. So don't ever discard, again, the importance of your local club to that community and the people involved in it. Um, you know, and that's all I want to say about that, really. I mean, um, thank you both for sharing your um, individual stories. Um, and again, thank you for listening, if you're still with us at this time. Uh, a little bit of a break from the old routine. Um, I mean, kind of staying on the subject. I mean, is it too personal to ask you this week what boils your piss um no we can we can see what what boils my piss well i think i mean i thought i'd come to you because it's been a couple of weeks you know so i'm mm. interesting to see it's been a but while guys before, oh. before we do that i think it's time for some really cool catchy music <laughs> he's fucking faced Fucking bell. <laughs> yeah. In our world today, you can have your say of pretty much anything. We all got the right to say what shite at any time. We will read reviews, bad attitudes, complaints for you. Whether it's that or this, if there is a bliss, we will make sure we tell you what boils our piss. So, um, after a couple of weeks' hiatus queue, I want to know what currently is boiling your piss. Okay, well, it's in keeping with the uh, topic today. What boils my piss is not being able to be allowed to admit that you have an issue. Um, men especially, you know, uh, El Chapo has, has touched on it about this stigma attached to mental health and it's in this day and age it's absolutely ridiculous so many famous people have struggled with it um so many people that it it would be incredibly rare and unlikely that you don't know someone within your circle that has suffered with a mental health problem that's that is how prevalent it is yeah and 
you know, we've obviously talked about the extreme end, which is when people lose their lives, which is, which, you know, it, it's it's hard to explain um, just how hard that is for the people around them. But it's also very hard to explain just how hard it is for the person that obviously felt that was the only way. Yeah, um, not that worthless. And it... it 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 comes in all different forms. That's the that's the tricky thing with mental health is that it it no two people are the same. You know, you have similarities, but no two people are the same. But it's it is um, not right that anybody should be made to feel as if they're weaker or as if they are less of a person for it. And still, in our tabloids today, still it happens. You know. People are, are mocked for possibly issues that are, are related to those things. Even in our sport, you know, sometimes we don't understand that these people that are playing, they might have lots of money, but they're still human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they, they would still suffer the same as the rest of us, you know, because mental health certainly doesn't discriminate. Um, and it really doesn't mind who... Who it who it does or who it gets to, no. and that's what boils well, my piss. Well said, well said. Thank you very much for that this week. Um, just a couple of things I want to shout out in regards to why we, we we finish on the um, mental health subject is if you do go onto the FA site, there is a, a lovely initiative they've got going, which is called Time to Change. It said, "Let's end mental health discrimination." which is definitely in line with what Q's just spoken about there. Uh, and also there's a, a, a website called Heads Together, who did recently, I think t- last season, they run a campaign alongside the FA, which was called Heads Up. And again, that is still kind of running. So if you do need any kind of help and support and somewhere to start, those are two places that I would definitely recommend. So gentlemen, We've spoken about the mental health, and I think I'm I'm really happy that we have, and I'm really happy that we have covered that. But I would like to edge towards the end of the show on a couple of lighter notes, if I may. Um, What I thought might be nice is maybe make it a weekly occurrence, is if we could share something good and maybe something not so good that you've seen around the world of football this week. Um, Does anyone want to start, or would you like me to start? I'd like to start, if that's at all possible. Fucking bell. (laughs) Please do, please do. If it means stopping that bell. Right up your (laughs) arsehole. At the moment, I am guessing that Q's bad is definitely that bell. (laughs) So so what's good in the world? Listen, let me tell you what's good in the world. For me, Nathan Aki's big bloated face after that ball straight in from Martinelli and just straight into the back of the net. That's the good. That has got to be the good for in the world of football. The bad has got to be has got to be Walker and Haaland. Like, um, and let's face it, Foden did have his hair cut with a salad tongue. Um, but it was, it was Foden and uh, not Foden. Sorry, it was, it was Walker and Haaland who eventually climbed out of Gabriel's pocket um, and yeah, and and yeah, then jumped back into Saliba's pocket. Um, was decided to take on a five foot seven Spaniard on the touchline to prove just how hard they really are. So that's the bad. Come on, guys, grow up. 
Look, you I thought that was quite comical to be. I mean, obviously, unfortunately, I didn't make the game yesterday, as you know, but I did watch it on Sally. And it seemed to all be around. They didn't want to shake his hand. And then our Spaniard gave it a little bit of that Why back. To, you know, to which two big, bulky lads yeah. just steamed in. Uh, and it all went a bit crazy for a couple of minutes. But I'm all, I'm all for a bit listen, of that. Listen, mate, you know, mate when it counted for 90 minutes, two big, bulky lads at the back managed to beat them up. So that's my good and that's my bad. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, if I may, I've got two good things this week. I couldn't separate them, okay? Come on. So I had to say it. So this week, first of all, it is good because I'm kind of, as you know, I follow football all the way down the leagues, okay? I do. I, I'm I'm an equal opportunist in regards to the beautiful game. Um, Cheltenham, after 11 games in League One this year, this season, I should say, scored their first league Get goal. Get in there, boys. Get in. Round of applause so, for Cheltenham. Round of applause. <laughs> So they scored in the 39th minute, which is the first time they've scored in 11 League One games this season. So well played, Cheltenham. I'm hoping it's the first of many for yeah. you. And having seen you play a couple of times this year, you're shit. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what's going on down there. But you seem like you've got a nice club. Yeah. So that was one. And there was also one thing that I had to read out that really caught my eye um, as I was browsing through many, many pages of websites, etc. Um, 50 Cent. Remember the rapper 50 I'm Cent? I'm going to see him. Yeah? I'm going to see him. Uh, no, you're I not. I am going to see him. I've got tickets to see him in November. Oh, I've got... Can I yeah, come? Yeah, good chat. have got a spare one. Just, just, got a spare one. Just to see you at 50 Cent concert. It's, it's With great. my Star anyway. Wars boot on. Yeah, great. There you go. Oh, I'd love to, actually. Anyway, 50 Cent, in case you're not aware, has now got involved in football. Similar to... Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney, yeah. 50 Cent sponsors a Welsh under-14s football team. But they are also a girls' football team. So, <laughs> no word of a liar. 50 Cent and GU yeah. um, AFC Rumney's girls' side, have his name and his hip-hop collaboration G-Unit G unit emblazoned on their away kit. And there's a picture I've got of a gentleman, which is the manager... Uh, I will show it to you, gentlemen, just, just there. He's wearing away, away not even the home shirt, is, by the way. That, under 14, under 14 girls, girls' side. He can't even get on the home is that, shirt. Is that not 50, but he's 50 on Cent just to, trying to pimp? Like, uh, he's... He's, he's <laughs> you can't really see it. But anyway, I'll, I'll share it. It's just brilliant. So 50 Cent is now sponsoring uh, under 14's girls' side. Only a wage shirt in Wales. I just thought that was a story well worth sharing. Uh, a well-played 50 Cent. I mean, I'm not sure if he's got any clue that he's sponsoring them, but he is, and I'm hoping they get some good money from that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, on the bad side, um, I've, again, I've got two things that I want to talk about. I want to give a bit of commiserations to Sunderland, uh, losing 4-0 at home to Middlesbrough in the Tyne Tees derby. Ooh. And everyone knows how bad Middlesbrough have been playing this season. So, um, bad Sunderland. Sorry about Anog. that. He'll tell you. For go back. Ask if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back. Go back. Go back a few a few uh, episodes. Episode. Four, yeah. maybe five. And see what Adolf has to stay in it all. <laughs> and also, I just want to. There's a there's a video going around on YouTube and many socials around some idiot Stoke City fans. Okay, so Stoke lost um, to Leicester at the weekend, yeah. um, and there's a video going around which is both great and not so great. 
Uh, when Leicester went 2-0 up, there's a video of a little supporter, and he can't be any more than about 11, giving it the 2-0 sign to the away fans, which is great. You know, little 11-year-old giving it all that. But then there's two grown adults, at least in their 30s, giving this poor kid absolute dog's abuse back, swearing, using the C word, you name it, expletives, at an 11-year-old kid. I don't want to see that. I'm all for a little bit of housery, as yes. you know. We all like a bit of that. But abusing a little kid like that, that is wrong in my book. I don't like, I'm, I mean, I've never liked Stoke, to be fair. And I think that's probably why why that's come around. But I don't think kids these days wouldn't have a clue what's going on. They're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think kids these days, they probably would have shanked us. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. 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 That's true, that's true. Q, you got anything for us? Anything good, anything bad? No, no, not really. I've, uh, this weekend's football, I have, I've actually thoroughly enjoyed all round. Um, there was a bit of amusement to one of my friends. Um, he told me that his mate would have won, uh, a hundred thousand on an accumulator if Man United had drawn. Oh. So I bet his heart was going when McTominay scored that first goal. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair, he probably wouldn't have because the betting companies never pay out that much. They would have tried to settle on some dodgy clause. But that guy that guy might need to listen to this podcast, I'm guessing. Because he's probably going through a bad time right now, bless him. Um cool. Um I've got a little stat for you around Liverpool, if you want, as well, that was sent in, mackerel. if you don't it's mind. It's not mackerel, is it? It's not a mackerel stat. But um, I've been I've got this sent in. It said, did you know, one out of every ten Liverpool fans talks just as much shite as the other nine? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Then, I mean, that was sent in by an Everton fan. And but, I, I um, think on that bombshell, being the truest words ever spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a good place for us to wrap up. I agree. I agree. We are nearly at the top of the hour. It's been um, an, an interesting show tonight, and I'm glad we've done it, boys. Uh, Dr. Q, it's been great having you back. Uh, it really, really has. You. So, um, you know, uh, looking forward to, to what we have next week. So, just to let you know, next week we're probably going to go back to all the foul mouthed, all the tomfoolery, all the shithousery. So, if you're into all that stuff, just, you know, tune in same time next week, and I'm sure that we will fill your boots with that. Um, El Chapo, anything you want to leave? Just us want with? to do one thing, right? So, if you're in the UK, you do want to talk to somebody. If you can't reach out to us, uh, the Samaritan's number is free of charge from any phone call, uh, from any phone. It's 116123. Call 116123. Or if you want to send an email, it's joe at .org. Um, They will answer you. But I want to say thank you, guys. Thank you for everything. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to the shit housery next week. A lot of swearing, a lot of me losing my rag, a lot of me. Let's talk, and I'm not even, I don't know. I might even get some cricket stats. I don't know. That's how I'm feeling right now. Cricket stats. This is got. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't mind cricket personally, but I'm, I'm not quite up for that yet. So um, if you are, <laughs> Let me know, and I'll have a few beers before we start recording, just so I can settle in. Yeah, and if you and if you've uh, got a point to make about cricket that you think it's relevant, then email me or send us a WhatsApp. Then it's all in the bio, it's all in the description. If you think you're big enough and hard enough, and you want to chat about <laughs> cricket to me, but see now, like I'm starting. That's it. And that's right. Also, just very very quickly, it's only because we were talking about this earlier today. I want to put it out there. We are already planning the Football Rant at Christmas edition, okay? 
and <laughs> we are we are going to do a reverse quiz. Okay. Um, already, I'm looking at Dr. Q's face. <laughs> Why? And he ain't, he ain't up for this. What? But he's. Hey, but you he's remember been when out, we spoke about you've it? Out, you've you've been outvoted. All right. Uh, you know. Go on. Have your say. Go what on. What a fucking democracy is this? Yeah. In the purest sense. <laughs> you know what? Jack Charlton had it right. Be a dictator. Just be a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Christmas. It's October. What else is there to talk about? <laughs> so um, we are. <laughs> so we are going to do a football rent uh, uh, Christmas special. Obviously, as you would. Uh, we are going to do a reverse quiz. Q, tell us about <laughs> it. <laughs> Are you fucking? You winding me up. <laughs> so listen, we are going to be dressing up Q in his best Christmas jumper. Uh, we're going to be doing a reverse quiz. That's probably going to involve copious amounts of alcohol. Uh, give it a listen. It probably won't record, yeah, listen, but yeah. you know, just just give it. A for go. those, it could be me anyway. being sick on my keyboard. For those, for those, <laughs> yeah. if anyone wondering what a reverse quiz is, by the way, the idea is. If, Join um, the fucking club. Yeah, the reverse quiz is really simple. If the people, if the person you ask the question, right? So if the if the, if the nominee, so I'm asking a question. Q gets it wrong, for instance. Yeah, I got to do the shot. Yeah, that's the way it, it works. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't need to. It's the Christmas. It's the Christmas edition. It's the reverse yeah. quiz. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's what Jesus would have wanted. <laughs> But if anyone out there wants to be involved in the reverse quiz, get in touch. We can make it happen. You can come on board. We'll get a few people on board. We'll do the reverse quiz. We can't promise what time of the day this is going to be recorded. Just come prepared. Come with a day off work. Bring your stunt liver and dialysis machine. Yeah. Um, and probably probably your credit card as well. <laughs> um, you know, Because we're not sponsored yet. Anyway, if there is anyone out there who does want to sponsor us already for Christmas, then um, please get in touch via the, the usual Someone's channels. Uh, Marmite is, is still the sponsor that I really want. <laughs> yeah, I really want Marmite too. I'm sponsored. <laughs> yeah, I, I want Marmite and kidney dialysis machines. <laughs> I'd also accept any beer or wine subscription services. They would be greatly appreciated. I'd... I'm happy to plug you and yeah. do that stuff. It's fine. Unless it's anyway, gentlemen, based. it's well, been an absolute um, yeah, not cricket. It's been an absolute pleasure as always, gentlemen. It's great to get the game back together. Um, until next week, have a great week. I know we're heading into the international week of football, but that does not mean that football stops, as it never stops. And as football never stops, football renter never <laughs> stops. Take it easy, everyone. Tell All the way. Excellent. Peace out. Sometimes your idols really can prove they're just human, and it screws up all your views. Control you start to lose. I notice places that you wanna be. You wanna. Like we'll never see you again.
not sure what to do. It's just nature's way of looking after you. Sometimes they smile, it's good enough. There's so many kinds of love. I'm a brother who's gone bad. I sound more like my dad. I notice things that I shouldn't say. You bet your ass I said them anyway But it's not like We'll never see you again You're gonna get what you deserve Don't forget how much you are worth Nature's way of looking after you. 